Good morning, everybody. This is Colin, and this is the WHOA GNV podcast. Ty, what is up, my man? How are you? I'm feeling good. Hyped. <laughs> I like, he was, he's always like, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Hey, um, so I don't know if I told you, but we got some uh, really good feedback from a listener. So I wanted to, uh, one, just say thank you to everybody who has listened this far. You have to understand that my history so far when it comes to media and media production has been in video. So I'm very conscious of these cameras in the room. Um, But I will tell you that this is our first podcast so I literally know nothing about podcasting, <laughs> which I think is apparent to everybody who listened to episode two uh, on iTunes because the sound was really messed up and I thank everybody who has reached out to us. We know that the sound was messed up. We are going to try to fix the sound on episode two the best that we can and um, we are making adjustments each episode so that it gets better and better. All right, and the one thing that people have said, you're not explaining enough about what this podcast is about. So I wanna take just a few seconds to do just that. And I want everybody to know that this podcast is about bringing you businesses and people that just make you go, whoa, damn. (laughs) So that's why we named it the WHOA podcast. I thought it was cool because WHOA is kind of like call letters at like a normal radio station and I'm like, this is a podcast. I can make my own call letters. Am I right? I like it. (laughs) So anyway, we want to get right into this episode and um, we have very special guests that we want to introduce you to. And one is Sammy from AHA Pure Foods. I like saying AHA because it goes with whoa. (laughs) <laughs> and um, and she is the CEO over there. And then we have Danielle Gertner, who is a personal friend of mine. Thank you so much for being here. She runs the Gertner Grind, the CEO. So I'm gonna let them introduce themselves a little bit more, just give you a little bit of story of their business and how these businesses came to be. So Danielle, how about you get us started? Awesome, well, first of all, thank you guys so, so much uh, for having me. I'm really, really, really pumped get ready to grind. I might make you do a workout Please at, some point during, <laughs> at some point during this. Uh, so my name's Danielle Gertner. I'm uh, uh, founder and lead trainer at Gertner Grind. I started the business in 2016, literally the month I graduated from UF. Um, I recognize a need to put the creativity and the passion and the excitement back into wellness and um, just really went down this rabbit hole of learning about myself and what people really need in the process. And so I founded the business. It actually started with a boot camp that I still run at the stadium called Gator Grind every Monday at 6 p.m. And I started that boot camp when I was a junior at UF and it blew up pretty quick. You know, my friends started to come and then their friends and their friends. And uh, almost three years later, we're still doing that boot camp. And when I graduated from UF, I, um, my two full-time job offers didn't excite me the way teaching a boot camp excited me. And so I said, screw it, I'm gonna take the leap and started teaching boot camps, uh, literally like a week after um, I graduated and, and the rest is history. I'm celebrating two years uh, in June, which is really exciting. Um, and I teach boot camps around the city. I have an online training program and really just up and getting everybody grinding and um, really inspiring people to see the world as their gym and letting them know that wellness should fit your world no matter what that world looks like. So it's what I be doing. I cannot believe that it's already been two years. Yeah, I know. You saw me at my infancy. <laughs> Seriously, tell, so Danielle and I knew each other before she was this rock star. Uh, should we tell them Fitness. our story? Yeah, so give them a little bit of a, our history, how you became, how you, I don't know, came to know me and like, no, is that the right word? Yeah. <laughs> how you stumbled came upon, to know me? Like stumbled, stumbled upon this fantastic human sitting across from me. Well, so my, <laughs> my senior year, I was in a small and family businesses class at UF, um, very much in this, confusing, overwhelming state that most seniors are in, like, holy shit, I'm about to graduate and I have no idea what I'm about to do with my life. And we had to do a project on a small local business and um, I had never heard of New Scooters for Less. It was actually one of the girls in my group that suggested that we 
you know, use your business for the project. And she did a lot of the legwork. She was the one who really communicated with you, but Colin was so awesome. Um, our final presentation, he gave us 50 t-shirts to give out to the entire class. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty awesome. It's yeah. We definitely had the best presentation. Um, actually the professor, uh, Miss Susanna still comes to my boot camps and always says how amazing, uh, we, how amazing. Sorry, I thought that was my phone <laughs> was alarm. Phone? I was like, oh my God, he's going to kill me. He literally told me to like be quiet. This is our uh, in-house studio where cell phones do go off. So it's going to happen. It was nice music. It was like, good morning. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Welcome. Let's do this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's how the relationship really started. And I just really admire your craziness and you're just this blunt attitude to do what you're passionate about and figure the rest out as you go. And um, I really try to model that in my business. I'm like, well, this sounds like a good idea. Shit, let's try it. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, well, we'll figure it out. I was psyched when you told me. Like yeah. when you're like, I'm I'm gonna stay, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna start my own business, I'm gonna do my own thing. And I don't think I don't know, like not enough people are willing to take that risk, you know, at such an early age. They feel like, oh I got that college degree, I need to go use it, I need to make my parents proud. And um you know, I think I think you can make your parents proud proud in a completely different way, Absolutely. even if they don't realize it at the time. Absolutely, I so. hope we get into that later on about just how we felt because we've talked. Sam and I have talked about this staying in Gainesville and kind of the pressures of mm. you're supposed to get be here and then leave, and and how that perspective has really changed for us. So. I'll shut up and yes. we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, Sammy, please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your story and how you became the CEO of AHA Pure Foods. Okay, well, thank you guys. And I just got really excited because this is going to be a wellness podcast. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. I'm like really stoked about it. It's going to be fun. Cool um, us. So, uh, I'm Samantha. Um, I got involved with AHA about a year ago, coming up on a year. Uh, just we are, first of all, AHA Pure Foods is a plant-based soup company. We believe that food is our medicine and we're on an absolute mission to inspire and educate people of that. Um, so uh, we use high vibe ingredients from around the world, like adaptogenic mushrooms, turmeric, all things that are feeding us, feeding our souls, our minds, our bodies. And what I think is the dopest thing about the company is we are changing the way that people are eating, like getting people excited again. Who the hell gets excited about soup? Seriously, a few people, like a few people <laughs> are like, really hey. like, yes, like, like your of course soup, I do. at least your soup. Whatever, well yeah, I get really excited about my soup too, but people get excited about this because it's good and it's good for you and you feel higher after you eat it. And you can't really say that about a whole lot of things. Um, so I got involved with the company about a year ago just because I met the founders at a tasting they were doing at Lucky's and I like live at Lucky's. And um, I picked up one of the soups and I was reading the ingredients and there was a lot of adaptogens, a lot of mushrooms like lion's mane and brachium mitake. And I'm like, what the hell are these two older men doing with this soup? Like, what's the deal here? And then, you know, the founder told me his story. Um, just long story short, he was, um, uh, he's Australian and he was diagnosed with cancer back in the 80s, given a six month diagnosis. Um, they were like, you know, we really can't do anything for you here. Last resort, he went to Asia to see how they were combating disease, um, which is largely and still is today food as medicine. Like they have mushrooms and cancer clinics and all these different things that are thankfully now spreading West, but largely in pockets like in New York, in California, like Portland, in these pockets, and that's emerging here. And that's what's so exciting. And I think that our company is really at the forefront of that. And I felt it the second I was in that store. And at first, I was like, Do you need interns? Like, I'll do anything. I just want to be here. I want to learn more. I want to promote these ingredients that they made so accessible because they made them in a soup and they made them taste really good because bitter melon on its own tastes really, really bad. <laughs> but our bitter melon soup is like the best thing I've ever tasted. <laughs> so yeah, I'm so, really So excited. would you say that this passion found you? Because I feel like in business, I mean, that's exactly what happened with us. I mean, 
people still to this day think that I grew up in like a, a scooter dealership and I've just always been obsessed about scooters and I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't really touch a scooter until my senior year of college when I realized that it was the solution to every parking problem at the University of Florida. <laughs> so scooters found me. I mean, is is would you say that these soups found you and like that's, I mean, this passion just found you and like what was it about soup? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it sounds so like basic. Soup. It's literally anything but though. It's it really is an energy around it. I think it largely comes from the intentions of the company, um, which was to help people. They started at the farmer's market, both driving a couple of hours away because they thought Gainesville would be good. Um, and he traveled Asia, compiled 15 years of knowledge, came to America, um, studied more, he's a naturopath, and then teamed up with our chef Alfie, who's an American chef and just a, another genius, and they took years to put these soups together with everything that he learned. And then we're at the farmer's market and it just started catching on and rolling. And then Lucky's like, come in. And they're like, okay, why not? And when I saw them, it was just like this baby with so much potential. Right. It just needed a little you know, package redo and maybe a name change and it needed a bigger team um, to really carry out this mission and to really distribute this soup and these ingredients that are healing. And that is largely like the first step is making people see food as something that can lift you and not just something that fills a hunger void. Yeah, so um, that purpose just really clicked with you. Oh yeah, it just, it's, it's magnetic. And it, you see it in the team now. It's like, whoa, we're attracting all of this because it's energy and it definitely calls you, it called me. How old's the company now? Uh, it's about two years old. Two years. Yeah, two plus years. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, Ty, what you got, bro? So I've had the soup, probably. Uh, They're maybe... like cooking it in there for us to try. Like, oh, very good. I, I think this would be awesome. Like so new experience here, we'll like try the soup right here if they can get it in here. Yeah, so I kind of had the same story as Sam um, at the farmer's market, downtown Wednesday farmer's market, where there's just an amazing amount of great things, great. always, always new companies, always, cool entrepreneurs, people hanging out. Um, if you haven't been, you gotta go. Um, but where's I had it, the, Where is it located for everybody who's listening? Uh, Bow Diddley Plaza, four to seven on Wednesdays. And then Inhale it's- Inhale Market is where we are now. Inhale, mm -hmm. and, and that's that on one? Saturday mornings. Saturday mornings. Uh, eight to 11, eight yeah, to 12. Eight thirty to 12. Eight thirty to 12. You, you can get there early. Yeah. I used to live in Hale That was another piece while. of the feedback that we got was that we need to unpack things more. Yeah. <laughs> so I, like seriously, like if you have feedback, like send it to me. You can email it directly to me, Colin at nsforl.com because I want to make this thing awesome. And uh, so that was one of the things. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I can do that. I can unpack things more as we go. So that's why I asked where, when, that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm excited to have some. Um, the lion mane soup, the mushrooms, pretty, pretty awesome. Um, but I just, I love, I always look at the farmer's market, it's almost like its own little incubator up there. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, the LEJ pretzels, there's so many cool, uh, you know, farmers, uh, farms, swallowtail, frog song, there's just a lot of things up there and AHA does a good, really good job. So, I, sorry, go ahead. I always say, well, I was writing a blog, which I, <laughs> Don't blog. It's like one of the only blogs I've ever written. I'm, but, I'm reading that blog right, of, oh, right now. Okay, awesome. He's cool. Let me know how it is. But um, I made this food comparison chart about you know farmers market versus um, going to Publix just to show people really um, the price comparison. But if you really want to get to know your community, go to the farmers market and Absolutely. see the local businesses and just the local people. A lot of times the people who go to the farmers market aren't so much students. You get to see the families, you get mm -hmm. to see these smaller businesses that are starting out. And that is what got me connected, so connected to Gainesville was seeing this farmers market and be like, holy crap, there is an amazing, amazing community outside of the university here. Mm -hmm. And the farmer's market only just taps the surface of that. Oh, community. Yeah. We could dive into everything else because I love it here. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, the farmer's market is one of several places that you sell at. I mean, when you say you're selling at Lucky's and stuff, I mean, mm -hmm. you're setting up a tent or you actually have it retail, like yeah, for so sale? Yeah, so retail, for sale, and Lucky's. Um, they got their own little section. 
Dude, yeah, that's... we have, they're all over. They're in the natural living section, which is, I just think, the raddest because food is medicine. Like, we're yeah. right next to the probiotics. I was freaking out. And then um, we're near the hummus, and we're also um, near the hot bar. We have a giant refrigerator. Um, but we're also in the Orlando Gainesville. We're launching in St. Pete this week for the grand opening. Um, and slowly, like, we'll just get to more and more luckies and yeah, so can we, keep let, rolling. Let's talk about that for a second because I think that's something that'll bring a lot of people a lot of value because mm-hmm. I think everybody you know just knows I mean if, you, if you're in retail like the, especially in like the grocery space like it can mm-hmm. be very very competitive I mean what mm-hmm. what advice what steps could you give a business owner about about getting their product into a place like Lucky's or Wards or Whole Foods yeah, yeah like what's what's that process like and um, what steps should an entrepreneur take mm-hmm. to you know to get there okay so I think first is absolutely no um, no, before that, I would say it's a human connection. Lucky's um, and Wards, I should mention, is they've been so supportive since the beginning. Um, and we've, and the founders, of course, laid that foundation of it's, you're, if you're coming to drop off, a, you know, a 12 case, a case of 12 soups, who are you dropping that off to? You know, it's like, try our soups, it's building that community within those establishments and with nothing but the sole intention to just be a human, to just foster those human connections and if that happens organically and with the right intention, everything else will fall into place. Also, you have to have a damn good product, which we do, but it's number one, those human connections, being respectful. Like, if our shelf isn't stocked, you know, it's, don't expect them to they're busy just ask them and and build those friendships like I love walking into Lucky's like it's like a party every time because <laughs> it's really fun and it's also I'm someone had mentioned it on one of your last podcasts it's get like start grinding like we're in we're sampling all over the place three times a week it's soup is really heavy and like we're in glass containers <laughs> you should see my car right now it's a lot of lugging and carrying and setting up and taking down and whatnot, but it's so worth it because people are experiencing our product and they're experiencing that energy around it. Granted, I think we did a good job with the packaging and stuff, but it's it's hard work. Get out there, sample, do tastings. But you had, you had said getting it into the store, I would say know your worth, foster those human connections and come prepared. Um, and also think of it as an opportunity for them. It's an opportunity if they're there and they are holding an establishment, establishment, especially that promotes healthier products, they want that. They want to give their customers that. So absolutely, um, you know, know your worth and you can get it. Just keep trying. Don't be scared to follow up. I annoy people all the time. <laughs> Whatever. That's the best advice I got. I'll thank my mom for that. That's awesome. Hey, uh, so this has me really excited to try some of these soups. Do we have them? Yeah, we have them. Oh my, oh my gosh, they this is gonna be the greatest thing ever. Coffee creamers. <laughs> you did? In like little cups? Oh my gosh. That's awesome. You want to talk Just don't spill it on the equipment. Oh, I would love to. Oh, I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm just gonna set them right here. Ty, okay, you what can. do we have? We have all. So everybody who's listening just okay. to the audio right now, um, Joanna and Brooklyn brought in some of some samples of the soups from AHA Pure Foods. So do you want to kind of give us just a little uh, explanation of the different sure. ones and maybe a few of the ingredients and then we will uh, give them a little taste. Okay, so Ty Lion's Mane is in here, I'm sorry. Um, but I like them all. Fireproof. Well, how many are there total? There's four. Four, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have a very large pipeline of about 15. That's one of the things we did also, word of advice is scale back. Um, we had like nine soups out focus because it's really hard to market even four and to be able to communicate the power of these ingredients over nine soups and educate a whole team on that it's way more difficult so So grow slowly when did you make that decision um pretty immediately i started and then within week and a half two weeks i was like we need to focus we need to change the name focus and just do it and then by november 19th we launched awesome Mm -hmm. all right so What's this one right okay. here? Okay, so let's start with sweet chi. That's my favorite. This is your favorite? Oh my God, sweet chi is amazing. Um, so sweet chi, that's a coconut milk um, bisque, a butternut squash soup. It has some Thai curry in there. It has. Oh my God, <laughs> dude, that is awesome. It's really good. Um, and then also, mind you, all 100% dairy free, gluten free. 
um, yeah, and they're really incredible. Good. Yes. Um, so there's bitter melon in there. So good for the pancreas, which is so important. Are you going to eat your sample? Can I have your sample? You can have it. I have like a lot of super. Her whole car is, and life is, is filled with super. All right, so Lucky Bones, what's this one? Okay, um, Lucky Bones is our plant-based bone broth. Super cool because bone broth is such a craze. And um, our doc, our uh, our founder, uh, Wayne Garland, he... Um, compiled oh different alkalizing vegetables to achieve and promote the same thing that a bone broth does, but without sometimes really icky animal bones and all the things that those can hold. So super alkalizing, really good for the digestive system, 12 grams of protein, a cup in that, plant wow. protein, feels so clean after. Um, and then we have our fireproof, and that is our inflammation kicker. Um, fire is inflammation, you gotta put it out. Um, and it's loaded with turmeric, like the highest antioxidant really on the planet. Um, turmeric, ginger, other root vegetables. It's a grounding soup. Um, it's great. Forgive me for not caring about any of the oh, healthy okay. stuff and the fact that it, it just, just tastes, tastes really good. So that's great. That's great. Uh, that mean, was amazing. Yeah, wow. that was Yay, awesome. I'm Thank so you for that. Like here, you guys try these samples, the rest of you that are in here. Pass them, pass them around that way. Do it now. Y'all can try those. Those are great. Thank so you. that was that was fun. Those Thank were delicious. We, we need to make sure that that is on the agenda every time we have a, a food <laughs> a person food in the room. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, let's like talking about like the health stuff. I feel like in 2018, there's and maybe this is just my perception, but I feel like there's a lot more food startups. There's a lot more fitness. Startups. Is this my perception, or are we in just a state where health is just now, for some reason, becoming mm-hmm. such a focus? Um, I don't think it's your your only perception. I think we all feel that way. The space is, um, at least from a professional standpoint, the space is starting to become quite saturated, which is a good and a bad thing. I mean, it's great to see how many people are becoming more health conscious and wanting to take care of their bodies. Um, And I think my only concern is making sure that it's for the right reasons. And we've talked about this a lot, the energy, and I think that's why Sammy and I have bonded so much because what she mentioned over and over again and what I kept nodding my head about was just this this intention. You know, the reason why so many people are attracted to AHA is because of the intention behind the soups. Um, And that's really what it has to start with. Um, if you're gonna live a healthy life, if you're gonna change your life, it's gotta come from a very pure, genuine place of, I wanna make this change for life, mm-hmm. and I'm doing it for me and for nobody else. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, a lot of people have been popping up. I also think barriers to entry are a lot lower now with technology and social media. Um, we can access trainers and, and recipes and food way easier than we could Um, when our parents were around. And I think that has allowed for this kind of boom. um, And people just realize like, holy shit, like we really need to step our game up. You know, our our country is overweight and and angry. And and a lot of that has to do with them not fueling themselves properly from the inside out and then not taking care of themselves, you know, physically through exercise. Having the energy to do so. Exactly. Mm Okay, so if the space is becoming more saturated and just more crowded overall, what things do each of you do to make sure that you are standing out from the crowd? Mm-hmm. You wanna go for yeah. it? <laughs> it's a tough question, right? Um, I would say, hmm, standing out from the crowd. It's immediately I'm like, it's so easy, no one's doing what we're doing, but that's, a, you hey, know, I mean, it's, the wrong thing to say, but it's the truth right now. I think it's really what it is, is staying at the forefront of a, of noticing that there's a movement taking place in our country. There's a movement taking place um, towards a healthier lifestyle, whether it's eating, whether it's incorporating mindfulness, whether it's um, you know getting on a real fitness routine and witnessing that change in your body, it's happening. But there's also a socially responsible um, movement coming in and environmentally conscious. People are becoming more conscious about the environment and the footprint that we're having on it. So I would say for us specifically with food is taking responsibility that 
your decisions as a company is going to impact the world on a greater level. So if I want to do good by giving people these ingredients, I also want to do good by not leaving a massive footprint. That's why we use the glass jars and advocate for their reuse. Um, and noticing those trends and staying true to them and you know, taking time and investing money when it's there's way other op- easier options out there and cheaper, like that's what's gonna set you apart um, beyond the ingredients that people aren't using in a soup right now. And you know, when people keep saying, you know, just be shelf stable, throw some more salt in there, some more preservatives. No, like refrigeration is the future because it has a shelf life. And um, yeah, so stay at the recognize and then stay at the um, head of the, the movement if you can. I 100% agree. Um, it's a lot harder to position yourself as a leader in the industry when you're playing catch up. So I definitely second that. And I think for me, at least my outlook, I have two things. Number one is education. Um, That is extremely, extremely important for me, especially in the fitness, wellness space. Um, Everyone and everyone and their mom (laughs) is a personal trainer right now um, or a yoga instructor. And a lot of the times they're not educated. Um, They don't have certifications, they don't know about the body, and they're not looking at you as the individual, they're looking at the mass as as a big group, let me write a workout plan for everybody. And for me, education has been extremely, extremely important. Um, That's why, you know, I'm a certified personal trainer, I'm studying for my CSCS, I'm a kettlebell specialist, because those things to me set me apart from my peers, like, yeah, I look great, which probably means I can help you. And wellness, my definition of wellness has changed a lot over the last two years. And I look at it as getting healthy from the inside out. So a lot of people who come to me that talk to me about, I wanna change my life. I'm a personal trainer, but one of the first things I ask you is what is your nutrition like? What are you eating? How are you fueling your body? Because before we can even step into the gym, I need to know that you're, you have the energy, you have the, you know, whatever, but around that. Um, So that's the first thing is education. The second thing for me is do you and own the shit out of it. And that has been my ride or die, I mean, kind of forever. That's just who I am. And I think that's one of the reasons you and I get along so well and why I'm always really inspired by you is there's going to be a lot of people that tell you don't do it that way. Stop cursing on your Instagram. Somebody told me that. I'm like, (laughs) F you. No, I'm just kidding. But um, do you. If if you genuinely, like to my heart, I believe in what I'm doing so much that like I hope you feel the energy I put. Like I feel it. I get butterflies when I talk about it. And you have to ride with that. There's so many people that are going to tell you that's not the way it should be done. And um, you, a lot of times, if you're the leader of an industry, if you want to be at the front of an industry, a lot of times you're going to have a lot of people that are like, we don't like you for whatever reason. And you have to you know, have those blinders on in a sense and understand that your intentions are pure, you're grounded in your values, and no one or, or no obstacle is gonna stop you from getting where you go. And I think, at least in Gainesville, that's what set me apart, is people know that about me. It's not something I have to say, it's something that people feel. And all it all goes back to energy. Every time Sammy and I sit down and have a conversation, it always yeah, goes this back. This is the wellness energy podcast. It always goes back <laughs> to energy. It always goes back to mindset and pure intentions because that's where everything in life starts. Everything. And uh, so. What's, uh, I don't know, my, I have like questions everywhere and the more you talk, <laughs> I keep getting more and more questions. If you need to interrupt me, just interrupt me. Yeah, so I wanted to cycle back on one thing yeah. um, both of you guys just touched on. And that was kind of, you know, Gainesville kind of leading all of us into this kind of wellness, you know, healthy eating, working out. Um, but it's kind of always been that way. It's just starting, you know, to kind of show itself on mm-hmm. a more national level. I know growing up here, um, you know, our junior programs, middle school, high school, it's dominant. I mean, across the board, all sports. Uh, Olympians moved to Gainesville to train here yeah. for, you know, cycling or cross country or what, or whatever it is. Um, being a former Gator athlete, I mean, everyone knows just how ridiculous the University of Florida is for every single sport. I think there was some stat in the spring where every team in the spring was ranked in the top 10. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I think kind of cycles forward to, you know, those types of people wanting to stay here. Yeah. Um, you know, they're used to living in a healthy, you know, community that understands kind of what we're trying to do. and 
you know, they see these companies starting up that kind of serve their purpose or serve them. And it's like, why would they move when they've got this amazing community around them that's growing? Um, there's just a lot of opportunity for the wellness professionals to collaborate. And I know you guys both do. Um, so at some point further along the podcast, I'd like to see who they work with and yeah. kind of, you know, the best places to work out or set up shop or, you know, your favorite pockets of, you know, where you wellness. find, yeah, yeah, where you guys find people. Cause I, love that. Yeah, I mean, I see Danielle all up. We've never met each other, but I've seen her, you know, she'll just like run right past me or like, you know, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the stadium and, you know, she's yelling at a bunch of people with pure focus. And I'm always like, I'll reach out to her in, in time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's very, it's very cool. And I know it's a little saturated and I, I agree. I mean, I get best of Gainesville gets tagged and just in ridiculous amount of uh, health and wellness things, but it's, it's cool. It's people grinding, loving it. Um, you know, trying to better themselves. And I think that's what we're trying to do on our side. So it's, yeah, yeah. it's so, cool. Well, I mean, hit it now. Like, side. let's, let's yeah. talk about it. Um, that and like, and I mean, why, like, and why in Gainesville, like specifically, I mean, you could, the truth, like you could do this anywhere. Yeah. So I think, you know, when he's talking about pockets, like Gainesville, like where's that, you know, I don't know, the meeting of, you know, yeah, I guess, trying, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. I think people, you know, Gainesville Health and Fitness obviously is one of the- It's the big name. It's yeah. the big name and yeah. I think it's done a, you know, an unbelievable amount for people understanding, you know, how to work out and, you know, just getting them in the gym. But it's it's so beyond that now. Yes. So where, what are your favorite places to work out, you know, with, with just yourself, if you're doing an individual workout yeah. or a one-on-one? -on -one? And then where do you like to take groups of, of all different sizes? Um, I'm really excited to uh, talk about this. So really quick to your point, why Gainesville? Um, and this is something again that, I mean, I feel like we've talked about a lot of things. <laughs> but um, when I graduated from UF, there was a lot of pressure, right? Because students come here conditioned to know that this is a stepping stone place. I come to UF, I get my four year degree, I'm out of here. And I face a lot of pressure when I decided to stay because all my friends left. And very quickly, the more I put myself out there, the more I met you know, amazing people in Gainesville, the more grounded I felt um, that there is this amazing community and these incredible opportunities to grow and scale here. And why pick up and go to an Austin, Texas or to a Boston when the magic is happening right here? So I just have to say that, we can talk about that more, but. Real quick. Yeah. When did you make those connections? When did you realize that this was a place you could do that? Was it your freshman year or no. was it I mean, that's what I want to know. Yeah, so it was after I graduated. So I was, I remember. Um, and that, I mean, th that right there just proves my point. Mm. I mean, we, we get in this I so, so. a little bit. Yeah, we, we get in this so much. Like, I, I talk about this a lot. I want to do everything that I can to get these students more involved mm -hmm. with businesses and see 100%. this community outside of UF 100%. while they're in school. Yep. Like, why, why are we waiting until they've graduated for that mm -hmm. to come to fruition? Well, I mean, exactly. the university is a, a monster in itself, and we can do an entire podcast just on this. And I've talked a lot about, about this with Kwong and, and how we can you know, start to lead the example and pull these students into this community. Tell who Kwan is real quick. Um, Kwong, uh, well, he does a lot of things. Um, I'm a part of his Collective & Co team. So he, man, he started Launchpad and Starter Space or has a hand in all of these different things. And right now I work out of the Firestone building um, and they basically, their whole mission is to keep the talent here and make Gainesville this destination, to showcase how incredible this place is, the people that you can sit in a room with, the talent that is here that is just untapped, um, how we can amplify it. And I'm, if he hears this, he's gonna laugh because that word, ever since we talked about it, I've used it in my vocabulary every day, amplifying what Gainesville has to offer. And I'm so, so, so lucky that I have a space there because now I'm in on what they're doing. And so I'm helping him with his um, accelerator business program. I run the wellness program for them. Um, and, and that's really their mission. Um, so for me, it's it was when I was a senior um, because I it's, it's interesting because I was a business major and I do, they the business school does something called human library every semester where students can quote unquote rent out books, which are humans um, that have different stories. And I talk as an entrepreneur and the title of my book is the business bubble, join it or pop it. And the reason that is my title is because the University of Florida is great and it gave me so, so much, um, very holistic, well-rounded experience but they put me on this conveyor belt of 
get on freshman year, get a nice resume, get some leadership positions, get a good internship, okay, ship off and be done. And it wasn't until I stepped off the conveyor belt and, and slowed down was I able to see the bigger picture that the conveyor belt, the end of the conveyor belt is not where I wanted to go. But I didn't know that because they placed me on the conveyor belt when I came into UF. So we do have a, an issue that we need to solve. We collectively as business owners and just Gainesville fanatics, people who are really passionate about this community, we need to come together and get into the younger classes and, and, and get them to understand how amazing this this place is. So for me, it was when I was a senior. I was or When I graduated, I was on the phone with my mom and was just this whole conversation of, oh, I'm only going to be here for a couple months and um, you know, all my friends left and I'm lonely and da-da-da-da, that I was like, that's a choice. I have a choice to be lonely. I have a choice to not um, get myself involved in Gainesville. And I, I can't remember the first networking group of sorts that I, I stepped out and went to, but I did and it changed my life. And um, I started to meet all these incredible people and you start to see familiar faces in, in different um, organizations and groups and that changed the game finding people who lived here who weren't students. It's not, you know, I still have friends that are students, but it's a different mentality. And yeah, it's just, it just blew up from there. And I started to get myself more involved and um, show up for myself and for my business at other events and built some really deep relationships. And um, I'm not a surface level person. As you're talking, I can see Sammy over there getting amplified herself. <laughs> She's oh, like, this this connection so, between me and her is like real, real. Like it's, I love you. It's amazing. Like, so you you were gonna comment on on the same oh, subject. Well, so I mean, so I have a little bit of a different experience just because I'm fortunate enough to have like woke up during school. So it really um, and I think the power of that starts like what you said with leaders with business owners um, with people who are in and they're fanatics about Gainesville but also largely with the professors yeah. I mean I finished up um, like my advertising degree and then I um, added on a health and spirituality certificate through UF um, and both of my uh, professors my uh, fall semester I just graduated in May um, were granted they were teaching like healing with the arts and plants health and spirituality so you know they were vibrating at a you know bit of a different frequency but they're the ones that push me they're both two of my best friends <laughs> so and i think um one of them dragged me we ended up becoming good friends to aurora healing center to an ecstatic dance tricked me and i'm like what is going on here <laughs> and then 10 awesome. minutes in i'm like just absolutely having a ball and then also another part of that is like you said just get in just as Do much it. as people are advocating to get involved on campus as many people as are doing that get involved off campus go to one farmer's market yeah. and you're gonna feel it like i'm gracious in the sense grateful in the sense that um i at with aha every weekend we're at that farmer's market because it it changed my perception of like what is this town it's yeah. farmers and families and innovative minds and then being we're out of the innovation hub now um and that connection of people and then just inserting yourself into situations that you might be uncomfortable in because you know you've been used to being on this conveyor belt of you know going to a club and then going to a midtown club being like a you know org student organization and then maybe going back to your fraternity house or wherever and it's this little thing and it's uncomfortable to insert yourself into a community that you feel like you don't belong in um i felt like that for the longest time i've eaten organic and all of these things for years and i remember walking into karma cream or walking in to daily greens and feeling like i don't belong here and now like they're my homies like <laughs> <laughs> I really just you it's a mindset I thought that I was different I thought that I was not connected or supposed to be in these places or going to these workshops or wherever I you know frequent now but it's switching that mindset and just doing it yeah. like it's all in your head these could be your best of friends um yeah and keep exploring until yeah, something does click or exactly. resonate I mean I just feel when I look back at my college career which was a very long time ago <laughs> 2000 to 2004. Um, I know. Jesus. <laughs> um, 
you know, I was very involved. I mean, my parents, they were the ones that would always push me to, to be involved. And so, you know, I was in the marching band and I I was in a band no that, way. yeah, I played trumpet. Okay. Yeah, right. and then I played trumpet in like a local nice. band that we went around like Brock to different out. bars and did that. Awesome. I mean, and then I worked at Rock 104, which was, you know, which is now Gator 103.7. I was doing promotion, like promo stuff for them, emceeing events at Eddie Z's, which was a bar like way back in the day. Everybody who's listening who has been here for a long time is gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and then I worked at a recording studio. I mean, I thought like music was the direction I was gonna go in, so I like kept exploring different music things, right? And then and then this just like hit me. But I think because of those experiences and actually getting outside of the university square, bubble. you know that, yeah. Bubble. I mean, getting outside of it exposed me to yeah. so many great things here in Gainesville that I'm constantly encouraging students to do the same. Get out and, and get involved. And I have involved. to say, um, one thing, whenever I talk to, I was just on the phone with somebody who just graduated and you know, he was expressing concerns of just being very overwhelmed. I'm like, well, welcome, you're a freshman in life now. So like, hey, you're back at, I, I hate to say the bottom of the food chain, I don't mean it like that, but you're just, you have to start over again. You get really comfortable four years in college, you've you know built yourself up, you're involved, you're probably a leader in a couple organizations and then boom, you graduate. It's not that those things don't matter anymore, they just don't exist in your world and you have to start over and it's very uncomfortable to be like I graduated the four-year degree and now I, I have to go meet people again and Maybe I have to you go don't build do anything with it and that's like, that's a real thing that people just I, kind of don't address and it's it happens do you know 80% of people don't end up doing what they majored in yeah, they have a, a there's a book it's called you majored in what and the whole foundation of the book is most people, most, I was a business major. Okay, I own a business, but I'm doing fitness. I, was, I didn't, I took anatomy in high school. But it's just all about, like you said, getting yourself out there and no experience is a bad experience. No experience you have is a wrong experience because everything you do, if you look at it that way, is gonna teach you things about yourself, what, what you like to do, what you don't like to do. Now this just turned into a personal development podcast. <laughs> um, but it's true. It's true. And and if you're if you're listening and if you're stuck, you're overwhelmed, reach out to one of us. Totally. Reach out to somebody so we can pull you with us to some of these events because you're right. I was speaking very much from a business perspective. A lot of those professors in the business school, because we're one of the largest colleges, is like Google, Wells Fargo, I mean my best friend works for Google, my best friend works for Fisher Investments and it's like it's great for them, but what about the entrepreneurs? They're teaching you how to work for somebody else. They're teaching you how to work for somebody else, and it's interesting, because so my degree, I was the BABA degree, so business, uh, Bachelor's of Arts in Business Administration, and in the business school, you can specialize. There's over 70 specializations, and I was general business with a specialization in communications and leadership development. I can't tell you, I think there were like five of us in my graduating class that was a BABA degree with a specialization. BABA. BABA. I hate that they call it that, but you know, whatever. Um, but that had a specialization. They're, they don't celebrate this, this multi-discipline, this, this, it's like when, when they tell you that athletes should train in different sports, right? Because they picked up different skills and experiences and um, tricks and tools by practicing different sports. It's the same thing. The more you get yourself involved, you pick and pull things that you like from all these different things and it comes together to make you who you are and then you run with that and you continue exploring. It doesn't stop. It's not like, all right, I got my shit figured out. I'm done learning about myself. No, we, we, we go. I tried her soups. Now, you know, hanging out with Sammy got me more interested in, in holistic living and, and, and nutrition. Um, I don't even remember the question. What was it? I don't know. I don't even remember. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you love Gainesville so much. I know you've talked about this, but really yeah. quick, like just a few things that you're like, yeah, like I love to go here. I just love this about this. Like, you know, is that, can I do that? Can I ask questions? Yeah, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> no, um, I think, get off the podcast. <laughs> I think I wish I knew We're reversing you guys the roles a little now. bit more because. You know, for me. But I'm curious. It, it's really simple. Like I grew up as a Air Force kid. Like I'm 36 years old, so the first 18 years of my life were bouncing around everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, everywhere. I mean, I lived in England. I lived in Alabama. I lived in Virginia. I lived in Texas. I lived in New Mexico. I mean, I lived everywhere. I went to three high schools in four years. Wow. So I mean, 
there's, uh, <laughs> when I look back, um, I probably made my parents' lives miserable a little bit <laughs> at certain times, because I was like, you know, it, that that's difficult, right? Going to three high schools in yeah. four years is extremely difficult, especially during your- identity. Yeah, too. I mean, your teenage years, like, you know, it, it sucks. Um, but then I look back now, and I'm like, it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me, you know, because I'm super social, like I can remember people's names, I meet people. You know, when you're making friends as often as I had to, you had to remember, but you, you meet somebody, you gotta remember the name, you know, if you wanna be friends with them. Um, so I think like what, and for whatever reason, I don't even really know the reason. I, my cousin went to the University of Florida um, and I think he, he and the family just kind of brainwashed me that that's where I was gonna go. Mm. Um, I, when all my friends were like freaking out about like colleges and like where they were gonna go and applications and stuff, I applied to one school. And that was the yeah. University of Florida. That's and the I way got it should be done. And I got accepted. Yeah. So that was, that was it for me. Like I was like, all right, I'm going to UF. Um, and now my eight, my, you know, the second 18 years has taken place right here, yeah. 2000 to 2018, right here in Gainesville, Florida. Um, and so this has very much just become home, but but I know it's because I just I made it home. Yeah. I mean, I went I went to UF, and I could have. I mean, I was doing what everybody else was doing. I was going to career showcase, shaking hands, like oh, wearing God. wearing a suit and tie, like <laughs> resume in, resume in hand, and I'm just rolling my eyes, thinking, and that's and that's me. not. And I, I want to be fair, like. It wasn't right for me. Mm -hmm. It's right for a lot yes. of people. And find but, major fulfillment yes. out of it yes. and the whole experience of it, I'm sure. But I remember one of the recruiters asking me, like, like, like so so why are you interested in our company, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and the truth was, I'm not. Yeah, it's new Like, job. I mean, as soon as he said it, I was like, I'm not. I, I like, seriously though, like, get the job. everyone I, has that moment. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm glad you brought that up that it depends on who you are. And this, I did a workshop uh, on becoming crystal effing clear. Literally, that was the name of the workshop on just who you are and what you want. Because Career Showcase, my friend who works at Google, my friend who works at Fisher Investment, it speaks to them, it works for them. It's, it's that's who they are. But for people like us, it's not who we are. And it was feeling comfortable recognizing that and exploring that when I didn't feel, we didn't feel like we had the support, at least I didn't feel like I had the support to go and venture off. When I went to Career Showcase, I interned for Amazon when I was a junior. And the only reason I walked up to the Amazon booth was because they were the only people in t-shirt and jeans at the entire Career Showcase. I'm like, hell yeah. That's where I want to work. Like this is my professional. This guys, this is my this is my business professional attire. every day, and 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 that's because we figured out what works for us. And those that are listening, you have to do that. And and goes back to what we talked about earlier. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. If you're looking at yourself in the mirror at home at night and you're fulfilled and you're comfortable and you're happy with what you're doing and who you are, then you're doing it right. Because there are mad people that don't feel that when they go home, and and that's it. So I'm glad you brought that up. Like career showcase and, and working for somebody else or, or working for a big company like that works for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work for you and you need, you need to own it. Yeah, and I just feel like as soon as that was over and I made that realization, that's when the light bulb started going off. Yeah. It was and aha moment. Yeah, very, mu <laughs> very, very much so. And it just started clicking. Yeah. And my mm -hmm. eyes were opened up to like a whole new world. I'm like, you know what, I've been sitting at this bus stop for four years and this bus drove by me again, full. You know what I mean? It was just like, light bulb. Do you believe in like the, um, you know, the universe, trusting the universe type of thing? Um, it's a little, you know, a little out there, it's a little spiritual. Oh, let's but talk about yeah, the universe. I know Sammy loves, loves to talk about this. But, um, and, and I was a big non-believer in this. I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, you decide your own fate. But I think there's a fine balance between becoming in sync with really who you are and what your values are and what you're meant to do. And the universe responds to that. Mm -hmm. It puts things in front of you. It's like, holy shit. And like, it's also gonna put from? a lot of tests. Yeah. Like it's gonna throw tests at you. Like oh, of course. give you a huge offers that maybe you have to put down mm -hmm. because it's just saying like, wait, are you ready to take a step yeah. towards your truer self, to your more authentic self at every step? For me, that I've taken towards my authentic self it's just been more and more blessings. Um, Whether you want to call it a universe, like for me, it's 
it's very spiritual, very religious. It's mm-hmm. it's God. Yep. Like yeah. I mean, I totally believe in. I mean, if you go and watch our uh, our vlog in the in the very first, I mean, we're walking through. I'm walking through this building with a camera, and <sighs> over here somewhere where this building is just a disaster. I say I was like, I'm gonna own this building. The owner doesn't know it yet. And we're, we hadn't even started to do the remodel or anything, but like on film, I say, I'm going to own this building. And sure enough, a year, a little after a year later, I mean, people in Gainesville were blown away at the fact that I was able to pull that off. And they were surprised when they found out that the new owner was Colin Austin. Yeah. So <laughs> you, what you I would really there. like to make clear though with that is that I feel like old me, or you know, fighter me against these poles of the universe would be like, okay, yeah, Colin. So what? You had the money to buy it, so you made it happen, or what? No. But it's, it's you felt it before it happened. That's the difference. You put it on your story the other day. It's gratitude. We're big believers in gratitude. My blog's gonna be room for gratitude, like to cultivate that daily practice. And what we said is you can't just say what you're grateful for. Like, whatever. It's like saying I love you and not meaning it. You have to feel, feel it. it. Yeah, it's a And desire. you felt it when you came in here. So every single thing that reacted around you pushed you in that direction. Well, not only that, but when, I mean, and this could literally be a whole nother podcast. Yeah, are, when you you, taking, are you wh- taking topic notes? When, like- you, <laughs> <laughs> when you like look back, when I look back at our old location and how great I thought we had it over there and and how much, you know, I talked to, to that business owner over there about buying, you know, that building and, you know, I thought that, and just to see that God had something better right around the corner yeah. was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, wow. Sometimes you gotta hop over some hurdles and, and like Sammy said, like you have to, get through the tests that the universe is is putting in front of you and it always leads you again as long as those intentions are pure you know what's driving you from your heart then you're you're going to go exactly where you need to go what i would like to do is maybe mention a few tools that we use because i think like we've been talking a lot about that of like those tests are like following you know or diving into the town or different things. I think like Best of Gainesville is a tool. There's this podcast is gonna be a tool for people, but there's also other modalities that you can use to help, you know, get more connected or get um, closer to your truer self, like whether it's fitness, whether it's, you know, I saw you, I post on my story this morning, like reading tarot cards, like gaining perspective about things um, is so important. Mm -hmm. I think Gainesville does a beautiful job of that with, um, the healing institutes that are here, and then also the, you know, the mindfulness groups and um, conscious collaboration spaces, and even the innovation hub, yeah. and all of these, you know, resources and tools to really make you question, like, hey, is, am I on the right path? Instead of largely what happens with the university, it just happens, is that it's a conveyor belt because it's not easy or really. Um, encouraged to dabble. Yeah. If you're gonna dabble in school, you're gonna be there for eight years and you're like gonna have to declare bankruptcy. <laughs> so I think so that Gainesville's to great for that. <laughs> and um, that just popped up, we never answered your question, what which is it? like, where are the pockets that we, oh, we yeah. do do these things? So can we, yeah, yeah, I please. feel like it's really important. That's no, great. No, so I'm just gonna start with fitness, wellness, the mm-hmm. things that I've explored. Um, so for me, where I work out, I have to shout this gym out. Um, it's not even a gym to me, it's a community. Um, it's the ARC School of Fitness. It's downtown on the corner of Waldo and University. Um, it's right by my house and they actually have an entire outdoor space with tires and pull-up bars and atlas stones, things like that that's open to the public for free. And then if you're interested in doing the you know um, strength and conditioning kind of CrossFit lifts, you can um, have a membership with the gym. It is the, as far as I know, the only nonprofit gym in Gainesville. The owner, Michael, is awesome. Wow. The community there is fantastic. And I actually started a boot camp there because literally every, if you go on my Instagram, every one of my videos pretty much is at the ARC. And everyone always asks me like, where is this space? Where is this space? And it's so much more to me than just a workout space. It's the energy. He started a community garden and he educates the people on the east side of Gainesville that don't always get a lot of love because they're on the east side of Gainesville, um, educating them on on fueling themselves properly and, and working out properly. And it's just an amazing place. So that's one of the spaces 
that I go to. Um, and you had mentioned Gains Health and Fitness, which is a great space. But my the whole reason the foundation of my business is the world is your gym is because the gym does not work for everybody. I have plenty of clients that are like, I do not want to step foot in a gym for whatever the reason is, and that's fine. And I have plenty of clients that do. And it, again, goes all back to becoming really crystal clear on who you are and what you want. So the ARC is definitely one of them. Um, another space I frequent very often um, that I just think is an amazing community as well is Flow Space. Um, that's the yoga studio, and I've done a, met some really incredible people. I go to their community acro yoga classes a lot of the time on Thursday nights, um, 8.30 to 10. Shout out Maggie, you're awesome. Um, and that I've met so many people. I actually led my very first my own acro um, event with a friend Eli on Friday, and I met him at Flow Space. And such a great community to come and laugh and learn. Um, so that's another great one. And then I have to say Temple of the Universe, which I think is something that a lot of people don't know about. It's it's far. It's a little far from here, but and a um, little far out for a lot of people. It's a little far out. <laughs> it is both in distance and in mindset. I guess yeah. like it is. It's a, it's an interesting space. But again, if you're trying to explore who you are and and what you love and what you want to do, then I think spaces like this is a great you know it's a great thing to put yourself in but I guess you asked me more about like workout spaces um, I go to on a lot of trails um, I'll take some of my kettlebells and just go out on a trail because Gainesville is so beautiful there's so many places to explore um, the Thomas Center Gardens is another one of my favorite places yeah. to just work out and man if you've not walked through those gardens you have not lived um, it's just a, another beautiful space and I'll think of more as Sammy starts to talk but and the, those the one I want to mention is the swamp Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I think uh, I think that's one of the biggest things people applying. You have 22, you have 23. I mean, when they see those videos, I know when I go live from the swamp at any time, um, or I post anything that has to do with Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, people freak out. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and if you haven't been there during the day, or particularly like around sunset to mm -hmm. work out, do stadiums, even just to walk around, yep. it's amazing. It just looks like ants are crawling all over the place. And uh, I know you do you do something there, correct? That's where yeah. Gator Grind originated. That's where Gator Grind, and, and it's still there. Yeah, so super come, cool. Come grind with us. And that just sparked my um, Depot Park. Is, yeah. So I teach a boot camp at Depot Park, and even if I didn't teach a boot camp, I am such an ambassador of that park because I truly believe it's absolutely incredible. One of my favorite parts is that it brings so many different people, so many walks of life in Gainesville together. So they have something for the kids and families. They have something for the young professionals. They, they have, have things bar. for students. They have a bar. It's bar. great. Um, and it's just a it, incredible another. If you really want to see Gainesville, go to Depot Park. Yeah, and, there's and trail just, access yep. right mm -hmm. off the of Depot. It's a mm -hmm. it's a really cool place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I really apologize, but we're gonna have to wrap this sucker up. But I will I will say this because this is something that's starting to happen frequently. Um, I mean, I feel like these podcasts could go on for two or three hours. I mean the 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 conversation is just so great, and I. I have like four or five more questions here that I want to get answered. And I'm gonna make sure that they get answered. Um, so one of the things that we created was a Facebook page. So WHOA GNV Podcast, go look it up on Facebook. Um, we will put these, you know, these videos of the podcast up on Facebook, but I'm also going to spend an extra few minutes with you guys after, sure. if you can, oh, yeah. um, and get like these last few questions answered, and we'll make that just a separate, separate quick Q and A video, sure. um, not podcast form or anything. We'll just stand up over there somewhere and and just bust it out real quick. But we'll throw that up. So if you want to get a little behind the scenes, then go to our Facebook page um, and check that video out, and uh, it'll be up there as well. Um, Ty, I'll let you wrap this up, man. Yeah, I guess uh, just to give us a little where we can find you, um, yeah. you know, online, your Instagram, that sort that sort of thing, and we'll, mm -hmm. we'll wrap this thing up. Okay. In the yeah. Q&A, though, real quick, I want you to share your the places you go to. Okay, I will. Uh, I am even interested to hear more about well, why don't, we, why don't you wrap up with that? Because since we were on that topic, sorry, I didn't mean to like no, 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 transition sure. I just quickly. I know she's got like some good. Speech. No, yeah, I think oh. that's a good. I think that's a good place to like finalize and oh, like especially it. wrapping up since it's about Gainesville, Gainesville and everything. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. or like or a surround surrounding hit, area. Yeah, um, I would say thinking just thinking local. Like think of businesses who also support and source local. So places like the Top Daily Greens, yeah. Satchels. Um, 
Oh my goodness, Volta, Karma, Public in General, those places, not only do they like have great aesthetics and a whole vibe going on, but they also are supporting the community. So think about that before you go to Starbucks, you're also gonna be around really cool people. yeah, I would say those are just some that came she to mind. She says my that mind. as I drink my Starbucks. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I'm like, I was like pouring like, the creamer uh. in, and she like looked at me like, dairy, dairy. <laughs> dairy, girl, dairy. But, but, but you want to know what's beautiful is hanging out and meeting people like Sammy in Gainesville is what inspires you to change your life and, and to make different decisions because you become educated on things that maybe you weren't educated on before. Like, I didn't know about mushrooms or Aurora or things like that until, you know, yeah, I was gonna, Aurora, if you, that's a great spot. Mm-hmm. Such a, it's like a little house downtown. She's gonna yell at us if we have that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. But, um, but anyway. where you can find us, so real quick, Aha Pure Foods, Lucky's, launching online sales, follow us, sign up for the newsletter, so much education, content, me, um, uh, roomforgratitude.com, blog, creative outlet, like let's connect and and have a great time here. Awesome. Thank you. Um, for me, everything is at Gertner Grind. Mm-hmm. Everything, Facebook, Instagram, um, Snapchat, which all I post my cat, so don't follow me on Snapchat. Um, YouTube, <laughs> uh, and then GertnerGrind.com if you wanna grind, you wanna work out, or you just wanna talk and get connected. Like, please, mm-hmm. please use this as a resource. I feel like every time somebody says that, you, a lot of people don't follow up on that. That would be a great word of advice. Like, we wanna Hit be friends up. with people. Yeah, and in this q and I'm gonna dive a little bit into your social media because cool. you have a huge presence there. and. Um, and it's going to be Thanks, very, it's, it's going to be very, very uh, valuable to a lot of people for sure. So, um, so definitely check out that extra, the uh, after the pod ooh, session. Ooh, Maybe that's what we call yeah, it. I after like the it. pod. I like session. it. So, Gainesville world, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the WHOA podcast. We look forward to seeing you next time. Everybody, say bye. 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 Thanks, guys. See you.